Hey there, thanks for choosing to be here with me today. I really appreciate your support and attention toward this podcast and this whole brand I created called Love Isn't Cancelled. I am your host, Michelle Gallant, and I just wanted to take a moment and thank you and acknowledge you and appreciate that you chose to be here with me to listen to this episode And I really appreciate that. I am grateful for you. And I really hope you enjoy this episode. I have been very aware of my own relationship with money over the last few years when I had to face my own financial situation. And when I finally faced it, got clear and created a plan to acknowledge it and clean it up, that's when things started to shift for me. And that's when I really started to do some deep work on money and my money mindset. And I reached out to a money mindset coach. You'll listen on this next episode, Isabel. And I wanted to bring her on so she can share more about her own financial beliefs, her limiting beliefs that she grew up with and how she did the work to separate herself from that in her in her adult years. And she shares some really great insight, tips and advice on how you can too. And I met her again through a Facebook group. We're part of the same event that is coming up this week called I Am a Survivor. It's a summit full of over 30 women who share their story, advice, inspiration, struggle, challenges and help you give it, it really they share about giving you advice and hope on how you can overcome similar challenges in relationships and in different areas of your life. So I'm going to drop the link in the show notes so you can check that out. There is a opportunity for a free access pass there. So you get access to the full length of the summit and access to all of the speakers, um, topics and everything. It's going to be a really great week and I'm very honored and excited to be part of it. If you want to know more about it, feel free to reach out to me and I can share more details. I hope you enjoy this episode and we'll see you. We'll chat soon. Bye. All right, so we are here today on the Love Isn't Cancelled podcast and joined with me, I'm so excited, Isabel Morales. Welcome. Hey, I'm so excited to be here too, Michelle. Thank you so much for having it, having me. You're welcome. So you are a money mindset coach and you have this whole brand, which is called the Daydream Company. And I, we met through a Facebook group and I wanted Mm -hmm. to chat with you because and and bring you on because I believe that money is such an important topic to talk about and we're told and we're taught not to talk about it but I believe it's important to have these conversations and you have started this whole brand around money and how to get more of it and how to attract more so thank you for what you do for being here and for inspiring us. Thank you for having me here. I am very passionate about the subject of money. 
I talk about it all day, every day, and I just cannot stop talking about it because I think it's something that we have a lot of limiting beliefs around. And the more that we talk about it, the more that we bring to light all these things that are not happening in our life so that we can work through them and we can actually manifest everything that we want. So I am so honored to be here and just talk about one of my favorite subjects in the world. Oh, good. So let's get into it. Let's talk about money. Now I have my, I, sorry, I'm working on it. So I, I've had my own messed up money beliefs that I mm-hmm. have shared in previous episodes that I wanted to chat with someone openly about how we can really clear these beliefs, create new ones, and really just encourage others to take intentional action on their finances. So I want to go back on your story and how, what brought you here today to, to really focus in on your story to talk about money more in your life. So let's go back. Mm-hmm. Let's start. Yeah. So just to give you, I mean, I could write books and books and books <laughs> and stay here with you for hours and hours and hours because uh, I grew up in Colombia, in South America. So if you think about it, that already sets the scenario in which I grew up, right? So it's like third world country, poor country. My family was never wealthy. We weren't the poorest people in the world, but we struggled. And I grew up with all kinds of bullshit in my head that sometimes I still like 40 something years later, I still see the dynamics in my family and my parents and the people around me um, from, from Colombia, right? So I grew up with things like money doesn't grow on trees and there's never enough. And um, in Colombia specifically, everyone that had money in my parents' views were crooks or they did something illegal or they did something wrong. And that's why they had the money. Or the other belief that I grew up with was um, rich people are rich because, because they're um, stingy. So they don't spend on anything. That's why they accumulate the wealth. So I grew up thinking that money was something that wasn't for me. Like I was not the person that wanted money because if you want money or have money, you're technically a bad person. Like you're not the person that um, people are going to look up to because you're either a crook, corrupt, doing something illegal, you're stingy, you don't treat others well, you're an asshole or whatever it is, right? So I grew up around all these beliefs, all these set of beliefs that really shaped who I was when I became a young adult. Um, struggling, thinking that I had to work really, really hard for money. If I didn't put my best effort, money wasn't going to come to me. Um, struggling to um, live paycheck to paycheck and how am I going to pay my rent and where's money, uh, where's, where's the money going to come from and things like that until um, I think it was probably my mid twenties that I started to get more into spiritual laws and uh, how the universe works and how we are a magnet for everything that we want in our lives. And even though that was kind of like a hard concept to swallow, I decided to listen to my intuition and pay attention to to, to what I was learning. And uh, to be honest with you, it took me a long time to shift a lot of this. I mean, we're all a work in progress. I'm still shifting and shifting and shifting. But at the beginning, it was that struggle that I felt that I wasn't enough, that I wasn't deserving, that money wasn't for me, that I wasn't the kind of girl that money was going to come to. And all those things that I've been slowly clearing, making peace with who I am, knowing that I am deserving, knowing that if I want it, it can come to me, knowing that if I become the right channel for it, it's going to come to me no matter what. And the more that I work on myself and the more that I change the way that I think, the more that I change the way that I behave and the more that I change my own personality, 
the more magical ways that money comes to me. So I have story upon story upon story of how money has manifested in my life through like um, the obvious jobs and then the magical, like finding money on the street and then the impossible of like CRA, you and I are in Canada. So the CRA sending me a message saying that they owe me money and I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> they don't. But money coming to my door that way or having random um, deposits in my bank account and then going, where do you come from? I don't know. Or people, I I am kidding you not. This happened actually recently. A friend of mine sending send me a message. I think this was mm, close to the end of the year last year. He messaged me on WhatsApp and he said, can I send you some money? And I jokingly said, ha ha, yes. And then he PayPal me money. And I'm like, what is going on here? So things like that. And the more that I, the more that I get into my own inner work, the more that it shows up in unbelievable ways and in unreal amounts. So I get, uh, I actually won $20 on the lottery this morning and a free ticket and to like $25,000 showing up. And it's just, it's just amazing to see how when you tweak your own vibration, when you tweak the way that you're thinking, when you tweak the perspective in which in which you're watching the world from, everything around you has to shift as well. Mm, I love what you just said there. So tell me, how do how does one do that? How do you just stop, you know, those limiting beliefs and then change that direction? So like mm -hmm. you mentioned. Um, growing up with a mentality of never having enough or you have to work hard all the time or you know doesn't grow on trees how do you decide that that's something that you're not attached to anymore yeah so I, I think the first thing that you do is you have to get clear on what it is that you want right so the universe loves clarity so what is it that you want do you want ease do you want joy? Do you want fun? Do you want abundance? And just identify those, those are the things that you want to go for in life and get really, really clear about that. Really clear doesn't mean that you have to know to the T what, uh, what are all the components of things that you want in life. But if you know the general things, so just knowing that you want abundance, knowing that you want more wealth, knowing that you want the freedom that that wealth will bring you is a first step. It's a, it's a really good first step. And then second, you have to really get very honest with yourself. And this is a step that might be challenging for a lot of people because sometimes we don't know exactly what we believe about money. So sitting with yourself with a piece of paper and pen and writing everything that you believe about money. And the more that you write and the more that you get quiet with yourself, the more shit that is going to come up. And sometimes I, I still have my list. So I actually have, I'm not even joking. I have a piece of toilet paper in my diary right now, written with a lot of my money beliefs. And there's a story behind the toilet paper part that I'm not going to go into right now. But the more that you start getting really, really honest with yourself, brutally honest about the things that you believe, the more that you're going to know how to shift those. So you'll go from, all the things that I just talked about, money doesn't grow on trees, it's hard to come by, it happens to other people, but not for me. I don't know how can how, how this can work for me. Um, I'm not that type of person. Like everything that you learned about money, or sometimes you just have to look around your own life to start realizing what those beliefs are. So if you notice that your bank account, bank account is never more than X amount of dollars a month, or if you notice that you always have a hard time meeting your rent at the end of the month, or if you notice that you cannot get your um, car payments on time, 
or even if you have a really decent, well-paying job, but the money still is not there, like you still have trouble paying your bills or meeting your commitments, then write all those things down and start bearing, getting very, very honest about what those are. Mm. Once you've done that exercise, that's when that's when the real work starts because then you start reframing those. So you start with the ones that are, say that the ones that trigger you the most. So in my case, because I like ease, I like joy, I like fun, I like effortless, I like relaxation. To me, one of the ones that trigger me the most was I have to work hard for it. And so let's just say that you take your top three or four messed up beliefs and you start working with one uh, with one of them at a time and you really think do I want this to be true the answer is usually going to be no because you want more wealth and it's because it's a fucked up belief that you don't want in your life so do I want this to be true the answer will be no so what do I want to be true and you just journal about it I want the ease of not having to work hard for money. I want the effortless money coming in. I want the magic of life in my, in my bank account. I want the universe shower, showering with me with love. And you just go on and on and on about it. And you notice how you feel. So the more that you're shifting your perspective, the better that you're going to feel about it. You might notice some resistance that you can work through following the exact same process. Is this true? Do I want this to be true? If the answer is no, so what do I want to be true in my life? And start from there. So once you reframe those, just practice that. Just practice those feelings of I want the ease. I want the surprise. I want the amazement. I want the fun. I want the surprise money and all those things. The more that you practice the way that you want to feel about money, the, the more that you're going to be internalizing that new way of being. And eventually your whole world is going to turn with that and you're going to see manifestation in your life. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh my gosh, it totally does. And I wish I would have known about this like years ago mm -hmm. that it doesn't have to be hard. And I just started doing exactly what you just said was journaling mm -hmm. about it and writing down all my fucked up money stories that I was told or taught when I was younger and I didn't realize how easy it could be to just decide, like, I don't have to believe that anymore. Mm -hmm. And exactly. you're right. When I, when I started, when I decided that, you know, I didn't need to carry, cause just like you, I was brought up with like, you can have everything, anything you want, but you have to work really hard. So the majority of my life, I was working like two, three jobs at a time, but I still wasn't getting anywhere. And then mm -hmm. now I decided I actually don't need to work hard at all. I just have to be intentional with my time and the money will come. Mm -hmm. And it sounds so easy, but so many of us have a hard time with it because money is such a, it's, it's a power. It's like, it's so powerful. It can do many things, but if you're taught that it's bad or that, you know, you need all of this stuff to make it happen, then that's what you carry when it doesn't have to be that way. So when you work with clients, how, like, do you know how long it takes them to shift or like, what is the, the biggest limiting belief that you hear from your clients? 
So the length of time really depends on the commitment that you have. And commitment doesn't mean that you have to be monitoring the way that you're thinking and the way that you're feeling 24-7. Commitment means that you are committing yourself to being aware of how you're thinking at all times. But it doesn't have to be hard work because nothing has to be hard work, right? So the way that I work with my clients is on awareness. That is, awareness creates a space between your external stimulation and the reaction that you're going to have to it. So think about that. Let's just go away from the, from the money example for a bit. Say that you're in traffic, right? So you're in traffic and then some asshole cuts you off in traffic and they just cut off in front of you. You have this gap of time between the a-hole on the road cutting you off in traffic and the moment that you respond to that. Mm. right it's just that sometimes the response is so automatic that you feel that you don't have the time because you just want to tell this guy off or you know give him the finger or whatever it is but the more that you become aware that there's an external event that is just about to create a reaction in you then in that moment of awareness you have the power of choice do I want to flip this guy off do I want to roll down my window and scream at him? Or do I want to go in peace in my journey? It is always a choice. You know what I mean? So you always have that awareness. It's just that sometimes reactions come so um, in autopilot for us that we don't think that we have a choice in the way that we're reacting. So it is the same for absolutely everything. So you can fill in the blank with asshole on the road, health, money, relationships, job, business, life, whatever you want. So the more that you exercise and practice this awareness, the more that you're gonna be creating that gap between the trigger that you have and the reaction that you have. So another example that, let's just bring it back to money, say that someone is celebrating that they just got a, I don't know, a huge promotion or a huge uh, bonus at work, like a 20,000 bonus or something. And this triggers you. Immediately you start to feel, why is this happening to them and not to me? Why is it so hard for me? Why is it that good things happen to other people and not for me? But the more that you exercise that awareness between the thought and the reaction, the more that you have the power to choose how you're going to feel, how you're going to think, how you're going to react. And the more that you practice that, the more habitual it becomes until it becomes a real true habit of yours. So say that someone's celebrating this $20,000 bonus promotion, whatever it is. If you have that awareness and you have that moment of intuition that you're just about to have that thought of why is this happening to someone else? You can stop yourself and say, what if I watch this from a different perspective? What if I meant, what if I make this mean something different? And in that moment, you have already gained tremendous leverage for what you're creating in your life because you are deciding to react different to something that probably you have reacted the same way for years and years and years. You just didn't notice it before or you just thought it was normal. You know what I mean? So in that moment, you decide, I am going to celebrate this person as well. I am going to celebrate the $20,000 because if I am in the vicinity of this win, that means that my win can come as well. And you start reframing every moment of your life in that way, exercising that awareness and becoming more present in the way that you're thinking, in the way that you're reacting and in the way that you're behaving. So the more that you regain this power of choice, 
the more that you're going to implement a new habit of thought that eventually is going to manifest in the material world in the form of more money for you, more opportunities, more possibilities, more resources available to you, more people wanting to work with you, more people wanting to work for you, whatever the case. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So what I'm hearing is, you know, you really have to get clear and be aware of what's holding you back from what's possible for you. So if, for example, somebody wants to attract more abundance in their life and, you know, they're telling you that they're writing it out and they're trying to break free of this, but nothing is happening. What Mm -hmm. do you tell them to give them, you know, more direction or, you know, make them still believe like if it doesn't happen immediately? Yeah, so there are a couple of things that might be happening. Of course, everyone's going to be different, right? And it's just like, we all have a very similar type of conditioning when it comes to money, so we all can overcome it. There's no exceptions. I mean, if law of attraction works for you, it works for me, it works for everybody else. It's just how you're viewing your process and how you're sticking to it. So it it might happen in different stages for different people, but it can happen to absolutely everybody. There are no exceptions. So the first thing that I would say is, Are you aware of how you're thinking? Are you aware of how you're reacting? Mm. If the person is practicing that, it's just a matter of knowing that you're building that momentum. So if you're cleaning your energy constantly during the day, it's the same thing as riding a bike, right? So I think that when we all start in this world of manifestation, we think that things are going to happen overnight. But why am I not getting my stuff? Why am I not getting the car that I want? Why am I not getting the house that I want? If this is not working for me, it works for everybody, but not for me, blah, 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 blah. We fall into the victim mentality, right? But if you put your blinders on and stick to your vision and stick to your awareness and stick to your choices of thought and reactions, momentum is building and momentum will carry you forward. So the one thing that we all do, and it's almost inevitable so frustrating and so annoying is that we're constantly checking is my manifestation here yet is it here yet is it here yet and the more that we don't see it the more that we give our power away thinking it's not working so number one thing is if you are keeping your vision clear so having that clarity working on your beliefs catching yourself in your awareness about when when you're about to react and when you're about to do something that is not aligned to your vision. If you're keeping all those things in the clear, you're building that momentum and your manifestation has to happen. It has to happen. It has to happen. It has to happen. It is law. So if it's not happening, you might be dropping your power by checking, is it here yet? Is it here yet? Is it here yet? So the key is, and I said before, put your blinders on, and that has worked wonders for me because it is, I stick to my vision no matter what, even in the lack of evidence of it. So say that I'm trying to manifest $1,000 this month, say that I want extra $1,000, and it's already, I don't know, the 15th of the month, and my money's not here yet, my $1,000 aren't here yet, and it's already half of the month, and it's not going to happen, and it's not going to happen, and it's not going to happen. In that moment, I am dropping my power. I am dropping my vision. I am becoming a victim of my circumstances. I am becoming a victim of my environment. But if I instead choose to believe it hasn't happened yet, but I know it's coming, you know, there's a difference in the tone. So you are acknowledging that it isn't happen that it hasn't happened yet. 
but you know you have that trust you have that trust that you've done that you've done your inner work you have that trust that you've done what you needed to do you have that trust that you followed your intuition and you just keep believing just keep believing so having that trust in your vision having that trust in the process is what i call keeping your power up so the more that you're able to sustain your personal power through the day, the more that you're able to soothe yourself and soothe your um, emotions into knowing that it's happening, the more momentum you're going to build, the faster your manifestation is going to appear in front of you. And it has to happen. It has to happen. It has to happen. So the key is to do all the things we talked about. Become more aware. Keep your personal power keep trusting that the process is the process and it will work for you. Oh, so stop forcing it and start believing it. Exactly. And it's the, it's the energy of, of ease as well, right? Because we tend to start when, when we get so attached to the outcome, when we get so attached to the manifestation, we're in a way putting some resistance to the process, right? So say that I want my $1,000 that we were just talking about. Say that I want my $1,000 to come through a client. And I'm so stuck that this thousand, because I don't see any other options in front of me because I'm human and my limited mind cannot understand that this money can come from any other source. So I'm stuck and fixated that this money has to come through a client. So it's just like every time that I'm thinking about it or every time that I'm talking to someone who's a potential client, I have that needy energy that please hire me, please hire me, please hire me. And when this person doesn't hire me, they don't sign as my client, boom, I drop my power. Right. It's like I immediately lose the faith. This isn't working because this person didn't sign and I don't have any other prospects. I don't have anything else happening. The money isn't coming. The money isn't coming. The money isn't coming. So it's just detaching from the how. Detaching from how the universe is going to deliver it to you. And the more that you're able to detach from that and just rest and live in the vibration of the fun that is going to be to having this money, the ease that is going to um, come to you, the effortlessness that is going to show up to you, the more that you're going to live in that vibration of flow, the more that you're going to put your body in that receptive mode of pleasure, the more fun that you're having, the more that, that, that you're enjoying the process, the more easily, effortless, effortlessly, and faster that is going to come to you. Mm, beautiful. I love it. So I want to shift a little bit into um, talking about money in relationships, whether it be mm -hmm. in um, like intimate ones or within family, you know, there's this big elephant in the room that you should not talk about money between spouses or family. You shouldn't do any of that stuff. And I grew up with my parents um, fighting all the time about money because that's just what you did. And mm -hmm. um, so when I was previously married, we never, um, we never fought at all. And we never really talked about money. So mm -hmm. I totally attracted what I didn't want in a different way. And then I was in another relationship where I felt controlled by money. And now I've learned and learning how important it is to have these open discussions about money and how we view finances. And it's more of, I need to focus on what I need to do versus what we should be doing together. And never mind about, you know, trying to collectively make an agreement, but like have my own view and vision and not judge so much about what other people are doing. So what do you do you work with a lot of 
people or couples talking about how to talk about money within relationships in a respectful or open way? And how do we do this? work with a lot of couples, but the rules apply the same for any situation, right? So I think that when it comes to a household, when it comes to that type of partnership, you both have to understand how you're operating and in what field you're yeah. operating and have that mutual respect that you don't have to believe in the things that I believe and you, I don't have to believe in the stuff that you believe in and it still can work, right? Because you are the one who's creating for you. I used to believe, so I have been married for ooh, more years than I, oh my goodness, 20, 17, 14. I don't know. It's been more than 15. I can't remember because we've been together for like 20 something. But anyway, we get along really well as well. Finances work seamlessly in our house, but we both have very different views when it comes to money. So my husband is the type of person that he's an engineer, so he's a logical mind in the relationship, right? So money comes to our work and that's about it. We save a percentage of it. We invest a percentage of it. The rest of it, we enjoy. That's how he views money. And I'm simplifying it for the sakes of the exercise, right? Me, I'm the total opposite. I'm the dreamer. I'm like, oh my God, money can come from anywhere in the world. I'm a unicorn. I manifest shit out of my ass and all that stuff. So it's like a completely different way to, to view it. But I respect his way. He respects mine. And the way that I had to learn that was the hard way, because when I started to um, practice my, uh, my spirituality, I wanted to shove it down his throat. And I'm like, how can you not believe in the same things that I believe in? Right. And I was thinking that he was the one hindering my manifestation because he's not on board with me. He doesn't believe in the same things that I believe in. How can this work if he's a completely different path that I am and blah 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 and I started to become the victim because he was not on board yeah. but the blinders came on when I realized wait a minute if I create in my own life it does not matter what he believes in it does not matter what other people believe in it does not matter that my family thinks I'm crazy it doesn't matter that my friends can understand what I talk about wealth consciousness and then I started to realize that everything that is in the realm of my awareness is my creation. So the wealth that I bring into the relationship is my creation. The wealth that he brings into the relationship is my creation as well. Because if it is in my field of awareness, if I get to enjoy that money, if I get to have access to that money, it is mine as well. You know what I mean? So there might be boundaries but I've learned that everything that is around me is my creation, whether he believes in it or not. And when I focus on the things that I want, when I stay on my path, and again, back to putting my blinders on, if I don't pay attention to what he believes in, not because I don't respect it, not because I don't want to hear it, but because his opinion will not alter my process, then we're good. And we, when, when we talk about money, we talk in a very respectful way. He, he's very set in his ways. I'm very set in mine. But our common goal is we want to have a good life. We want to have a free life. We want to have a, a life of um, uh, expansion and freedom. And that works for us. For him, it's in, in his own way. For me, in my own way. But because I am such a uh, laser-focused individual when it comes to creating the life that I want, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So the second thing that I was going to talk about is, is also you have to be very protective of your, of your own energy, right? When you understand that your energy is what's sending the signal for what comes into your life, 
you understand that the management of your energy is the most important thing that you can do for you. So I protect my energy as if my life depended on it because it does. So I have a very good radar as to radar as to who I can talk about um, manifestation, who I can talk about spirituality, who I can talk about energy management and um, reality creation and all those things. So I have friends that have no fucking clue about what I do. <laughs> and they're not interested in understanding it. And I am completely okay with that because the last thing that I want is to get into an argument about who's right. So I don't mention it to them. And if they ever want to learn, they'll come to me or they can just go on my Facebook and find out what I do. So I, I, I have a very good um, way to judge who I can open my energy to and who I cannot. So there's a lot of family members that I just don't even talk about it because I know that it's not going to be well received. And it's not that I don't want to step, um, you know, um, stand up for what I believe. It's just that I don't need the controversy. I, I'm not interested in having an argument about it. I'm not interested in trying to prove you wrong. I'm not interested in trying to uh, make you understand that my way of life is better because we all think that our own individual way of lives are better. I'm not interested in changing anybody's mind about what I believe in. Um, I did it at the beginning of my spiritual journey. I wanted to shout it from the rooftop saying, oh, I got to discover the Holy Grail. Why isn't everybody following me and doing this thing with me? Been there, done that. I decided that this is my own journey. This is my own process. It doesn't matter what anybody else believes in. As, soon as, I, as long as I protect my energy, I'll get everything that I want. And of course, I drop my power every once in a while. I'm human. Of course, I react to the external environment. Of course, I react to other people, um, you know, kind of crapping on my, on my experience or my journey or whatever. But then I go back to my vision. I go back to putting my blinders on. I go back to protecting my energy, go back to my happy place, and things continue to flow. Mm. So it really doesn't matter what they think, what they do, what matters is your own, your own energy protecting that and what you're focused on at the end of the day. Oh, that matters if your energy, everything that matters if your own is, is, is your own energy. And again, you're going to drop your power. We all do. We're, we're, nobody's perfect. We're going to have all these fears, doubts, insecurities, and beliefs that are going to come from childhood. And you're going to be like, what? I thought I had worked on that. What the hell is happening? You do the process all over again. You line up your energy. You bring your power back up and you get back on your merry way. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. We're all humans. But when you make it your priority to lead a life of joy, when you make it your priority to tend your, to your energy as if your life depended on it, you're on your way. Mm. I thoroughly enjoy this topic a lot. And over the last couple of years, I started to face the dreaded um, conversation with myself of my own finances. And I felt like that was the pivotal moment when things started to shift was the second that I stopped avoiding it. I started to pay attention. That's when my path started to become very clear. And like, like you were just saying, I stopped listening to everybody else about what I should do with my money or how I should spend it, or this debt is bad, or that debt is shameful and really got clear with how I wanted to spend, earn, invest, save money that it didn't really matter 
what anybody else was doing because at the end of the day, they weren't going to pay my bills. They weren't going to invest for me. They weren't going to save for me. So um, I think that was like one of the biggest lessons I learned throughout this money journey of my own, like you just said, was just like focus on yourself, um, mm -hmm. which is a huge um, characteristic in this whole podcast and brand that I created was how like taking care of yourself in that way, money, love, whatever it is, health. I feel like it's all the same. Um, so what is, do you, do you do like monthly goals for yourself? Do you do yearly goals that, that you revisit with money or like, how do you kind of, you know, get what you want? Yeah. So yes and no. Yes and no, because I've tried a little bit of everything. And sometimes it's just, I, 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 try to live a life led by my own desire. And I try to listen to my intuition as much as I can. And it's a, it's a learning process, right? I mean, we're all learning. We're never gonna be complete. We're, we're never gonna be done. So I just keep trying different things. So I've been through the thing that I was logging every single penny that came to my life. Why? Because I enjoyed it. So I don't suggest that anyone go and, and, and do this because, you know, someone on a podcast suggested it do it if it resonates with you do it if you feel joy doing it do it if you feel that it's going to lighten up your vibe about money to me it was amazing i loved it so i had lots of money lost kind of like oh someone bought me coffee that's three bucks oh i won you know like the lottery money 20 bucks like i won 20 bucks today oh i'm gonna log that uh, oh, an Amazon gift card for $25, I would log it. And at the end of the month, I realized that I had X amount of money. And then from that desire, I decided, okay, maybe for next month, I want to up that by two grand. What can I do? And I just started visualizing and envisioning and like savoring. What would it feel like to have two extra thousand uh, dollars in my bank account at the end of the next month? And I went like that and it worked really well. But then there was a time that I thought this is kind of putting too much pressure on me. It's like marrying my, my, my vision to a specific amount. So I decided to be more free about it and just focus on the feeling. Ooh, what would it feel like to have more money? What would it feel like to go on extra vacations in the year? What would it feel like to go to fancier restaurants? What would it feel like to have more branded clothes in my closet? What would it feel to have a luxury purse on my possession? Things like that. So I've played with both. Um, the greatest advice that I can give anyone is just see how that feels because there's not one sure process that is going to work. It's not a cookie cutter thing that is going to work for everybody. When you learn to understand how your energy is, is um, being at any time, you'll understand that the key is to start relaxing about it, to feel the ease about it, to feel the pleasure of just thinking about it and then you'll find your way. So um, I know that it's kind of like a long-winded answer for your question, but in a nutshell is do what feels better in the moment. And that might change two months from now. That might change two years from now. That might not change and you love it. So I was one person that I still really, really enjoy that. I love paying my bills. I love it because it gives me that sense of abundance. It's like, I have the money to pay for these. I have the resources to pay my hydro bill, my water bill, whatever it is. So if I enjoy that, so when I when I realized that I enjoy that, 
I told my husband, don't ever worry about another bill. I'll pay all of them. And that's kind of like my job in the house, but because I enjoy it. So find something that works for you. If having a number in your head thinking, I want 20 grand in June, then play with that. And the key is, why do you have the 20,000? And usually you're going to go back to, mm, because it would feel so good to play with that amount. Mm, because I could help so many people in my life with that extra 20 grand or whatever. Mm, because I could take that extra trip and that would feel so good to be relaxing on the beach with my husband, blah, blah, blah. So if that feels good for you, just do that. But if you feel that having a number in mind is restrictive, it's like, I don't know how I'm going to get that. I don't want to do that. Then don't. Just imagine freely and more generally. Mm, what would it feel like to have more money flowing to me? What would it feel like to have surprise money showing up at my door? What would it feel like to have extra cash in my purse to go buy lunch at a fancy restaurant or whatever it is, but just play with that desire, play, play with that desire of having more. And uh, if it shifts, just follow it. If it doesn't stick with what it works, but it's always checking within, it's always checking with, what would bring me the more the most pleasure at this moment? What would be the thought that I could contemplate and nurture right now that is going to feel the best? And just align to that. It's just going with ease, going with the flow and playing with your own energy regarding anything, abundance, wealth, relationships, anything really comes down to how you feel in the moment and how you can massage your energy to feel better about what you're thinking. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I love what you said with, you know, approaching your bill, paying your bills in such a positive way, rather than, oh, I have this bill to pay, or I, I hate that I owe this money, like really switch it up with like, you know, feeling so good about it. And I recently started doing this because I had this negative mentality towards any debt I carried for such a long time or any bills like, oh, my cell phone bill again. But now it's more like, Ooh, I can pay this and, mm-hmm. and I still can operate my business on this phone or, you know, it's no big deal now to pay this. It's like, I don't even notice the money coming out. And exactly. I, yeah. And I did this with, um, I, I, when the story you told about how you kind of do your goals and stuff, I did a, um, one for the, the month um, in front of me. So like, say it's June, I do one for July and I do this, like, um, okay, this is how, this is how much money I'm going to make. And this is what I'm going to pay. This is what I, owe. this is who I'm going to invest in or all these things. And I did this in one month and I want to share this because I think it's profound and it goes through all of the things you said. Mm-hmm. And when I had, um, put out these big bills that I owed, it was like to the CRA, it was, um, this consumer proposal that I had carried and it was people I owed it courses. And I, at that time I had, I didn't have any of the money to pay it, but mm-hmm. I look back and I'm actually looking through the journal. And I remember I had this like big bill for the CRA and I called to set up a payment plan a few months ago. And I realized that I actually don't owe any of that money because it rolled into this consumer proposal that I had, um, a while ago that now is paid off. Wow. So it, 
I going for what you said, like, it doesn't necessarily mean that like, oh, 8,000 is going to show up in my bank account or 1,000 is going to show up in my bank account to pay this, but it happens in different ways where, you know, maybe, you know, your partner gets a promotion or, you know, your, your dad gets a promotion or something, or a bill goes away because of a, a rebate that happened or something like mm-hmm. that. And I think it's very amazing. And this is why I wanted to chat with you was really opening your eyes to the possibility that it's in front of you the whole time you just have to believe and you are exactly you are confirming all of this and I could talk to you for freaking ever about this because I find it so fascinating that we have everything we need within us to have everything we could ever desire and deserve of ourselves yeah it is it honestly it's just like it blows my mind um, the multiple ways that it can happen. I mean, I can just do a whole podcast episode with you on just the crazy shit that's happened to me before. And once you start to pile them up, so this is something that I really, really, really suggest you do and everyone listening do because it has been a game changer for me. So when you have a win, when you have a little, like what you just, the story that you just told is absolutely amazing. So when you have a win like that, or even a small win, like the $20, I keep going to my $20 lottery win from this morning because I celebrate the shit out of every win. It doesn't matter how much it is. So like the $5 ticket that I won this morning and the $20 is like, yay. And it's so fresh in my mind that I keep bringing it up. Um, um, and I actually just signed a four-figure dollar client, and I'm thinking more about my 20 bucks than the four-figure client. But anyway, it's just like I celebrate every single win. But one thing that I suggest, and I, I, I don't do this on a regular basis anymore, but I do do it when I, when I feel that I need to. Just keep a list, keep a list of every win that you have, because at some point your logical slash analytical mind is going to tell you this is impossible. This isn't happening for you, blah, blah, blah. And going back to the old way of thinking, just because we need to keep, we need to continue to rewire on a regular basis. It's going to, our beliefs are going to sneak up on us and they're going to shock us in a way that we're not expecting. So when your mind goes back to, it isn't happening. I don't have enough money. That bill didn't get paid. My customer didn't pay me on time, blah, blah, blah. You take a, like you whip up your list and you go, oh, wait, I won $20 in the lottery last month oh wait, I had that CRA thing that my bill disappeared. Oh wait, I had all the money for my bills last month. Last month. Oh wait, I made my goal, my money goal in January this year. And you go back to it and you give your mind the evidence that it needs to go, oh wait, maybe I am that powerful. Maybe life is working for me. Maybe I am the shit, you know? So you need that evidence piled up. So I do suggest you that you keep a list with all your wins, big or small, because they're gonna come in handy the moment that your mind goes stubborn and says, oh, Michelle, this isn't happening for you. You thought you were good, but no, you're not. This isn't going. You take out the list and go, okay, nope. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So I'm going back to the incredible ways in which money can come to you. That it's like when you start to um, see how unlimited you are, how powerful you are, money will continue to come in ways that will shock you more and more and more. Some of the things that you were saying, your partner gets a promotion, 
um, you get a bonus, you get um, a gift from someone, you get the random friend message and you're saying, can I PayPal you money? You get all those things. Like last month, I had two people, two different people sending me booze for free. I still have a, a, a bottle of um, champagne in my fridge that I haven't drunk because it just, it just, it just happens. It just happens that these gifts, and when I say gifts, I mean just these blessings continue to come to your life from the most unexpected places. And when you learn to celebrate the little things as much as the big things, you're opening the portal to more, more, more. So I've had things from finding $300 in a jacket that I really had to exercise my memory thinking, how do I have $300 in a jacket? And why did I, did I not remember that I had that much <laughs> money in a jacket? Yes. It's just like, it just, it just happens. Or finding that, I remember that I was on a flight coming back from uh, someplace in Europe, I can't remember where, and I opened my wallet and I found 250 euros. I'm like, what? I thought I had no money left from my trip, but the money was sitting there. And just the one time that I was transferring $150 from my checking account to my savings account. So literally putting money from one pocket to the next. So I wasn't paying anybody. I was just transferring the money because I needed it. There was a glitch in the system. And I ended up having two transfers of $150 going into the, the receiving account. So one, one transfer for $150 came out of one account, two transfers of 150 made it into the receiving account. And I'm like, how is that happening? I just and I thought, <laughs> sorry? Yeah, I just got goosebumps thinking about that. That's insane. So this happened a few years ago, but at the moment I thought it's definitely, it's clearly an error from the bank. I'm sure it's going to get fixed in a couple of days. Someone's going to notice it and they're going to fix it. And they never did. So I got 150 bucks in my, in, in my pocket. If I had, if that had happened at a branch, I would have said something because I don't want anyone to get fired right. for, you know, doing wrong math or whatever. But it was an electronic glitch that, you know, it was, it wasn't anybody's fault. And I'm like, thank you universe. Let's cheers to that. So it just happens in ways that are, crazy it could come from the logical things like my job it could come from the crazy things like the bank glitch so you never know the more that you're open to it the more that you're receptive to it the more that you want to believe in the magic of it and the more that you continue to work on your beliefs and your awareness the more crazy stuff is going to happen to you guaranteed oh that's amazing you said so many amazing inspire inspiring powerful messages throughout this whole thing and i have taken up a lot of your time so far so i i thank you for that and i had just have a couple more questions before we wrap this up um but one of them is if you could have just one thing to say to someone to change their beliefs today what would you tell them it's just practice and I don't know if you were expecting some grandiose advice, but I've had this conversation many times with my clients and I get the same question over and over and over again. I had one of my private clients asking me, how would you, what would you say to someone who's never done this and they want instant results? And I said, what would you say to a child that is learning to ride a bike and wants to ride the bike tomorrow? And he just kind of looked at me saying, okay, I get it. 
because it's just the practice. It's just being patient with yourself. I mean, that child has to get on the bike and ride it every day for a while before they get comfortable and before they feel that they can take the training wheels off and before they feel that, that they don't need anyone holding the back of the bike before they can um, ride it confidently. It's the same thing. We're just practicing. We're just, we're just training that muscle. We're just learning to trust the process. We're just learning to be more aware. So just practice, practice, practice and be patient with yourself because it can happen overnight but if it doesn't it will happen if you keep practicing 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 that's it just be easy on yourself and trust so how can we support you more Isabel where can we find you what can we do for you yeah so I I am a very simple person most of my stuff is on Facebook so my Facebook is just Isabel Morales um, I have a Facebook group that I absolutely love and adore because I go live in there probably twice, three times a week. It is called Soul Conversations with I Am. So Soul Conversations and my initials, Isabel Morales. And um, I'm on Instagram as well as I think it's isabel.c.morales. And I just... I, I, I keep things simple. I don't have a website. I, every time that I think about it, I'm like, ah, it doesn't feel good. So I'm not going to have one, but people find me when you're looking for the, for the, for the mentor, when you're looking for the person that, that it's, it's the next logical step in your, in your journey, you're going to find it. So I keep it super simple. If you want to friend me on Facebook, just go right ahead. I post a lot of videos and I usually rant a lot because every time that I have a thought, I have an aha moment, I have a breakthrough. I just go live on Facebook and just tell all my audience about what's the crazy thing that's going on in my head at the moment. So yeah, that's it. I love that approach. And I will link all of your um, profiles and handles in the show notes so people can find you if they want more information or just to follow you and learn more about what you do. I love your approach to keeping it simple and just going with what feels right. I think that is such a great way to go about everything I think that mm. is the truest form of being your authentic self and you really do um a- attract what is for you through that and I mean that's how I found you I was looking for someone absolutely yeah. money and you showed up so <laughs> yeah and this has been lovely I've loved every minute of it I feel that my heart is growing bigger and bigger and bigger just because I'm having so much fun talking about it thank you so much for having me here oh, this has absolutely. been great Absolutely. Thank you for being here. And I want to continue this conversation perhaps in future episodes where we could really dial in on specific topics around money. So I can certainly feel like this won't be the last time my audience hears from you. Absolutely. It would be my pleasure. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. And um, thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I'm going to be diving deeper into conversations like this with other people who have more experience around boundaries and arguing in relationships and red flags and toxic environments because I know that there's more of a conversation to be had, not with just my experiences, but people who come from different walks of life and I want to have those conversations and I want to share them with you. If you are someone who has a story to tell, who has experience, 
within these types of topics. I would love to have you on the show and chat more. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is in the show notes and I'm always available for you. I would love to chat more so that we can provide more value to you as a listener. Thank you so much for being here. If you liked this episode, if you liked this podcast, I would love for you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this because that opens me up to a wider audience and it really does help. So I would appreciate that if you enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Until next time.